Hey, Emmy, can you say this is dinner for dessert? This is dinner for dessert. Close enough. Hey, Eric. Hey, Chris. Bar soap or body wash? That's the most ridiculous question I've been asked. Because uh, if the answer is anything other than body wash, I don't want to speak to you. you. Use body wash. Body wash. Love body. All different flavors. I I'm a little bit taken aback. I didn't think this was going to go this way. Why? Tell you use bar soap. Of course, I use bar soap. <laughs> I didn't know that like men use body wash. I thought Dude, it was what like, year is this? I don't. You you really honest, I, I don't know if you're just messing with me. You really use body wash? Go to Bath and Body Works and I buy uh I love the apple flavor. So whether it's like winter candy apple, like country apple is my favorite but discontinued now. Is it called flavor? You're not eating it. Um I call it flavor. I could be it could be scent. Scent? Yeah, I think it's scent. It's a feel. It's a feel. It's not a feel. <laughs> oh, I buy menthol. I want to feel minty. <laughs> Tingly minty. What do you use, Jones? Uh, believe it or not, I use both. Uh, yeah, I will use uh, like Irish Spring soap, like bar soap on my hands, and then I'll use body wash my body. <laughs> what do you use on your face? Uh, body wash. Body wash. Okay, so I'm. I this is going the t- total opposite way. I thought it was going to go. I thought that we were all going to agree that bar soap is the obvious thing that you use, but now I'm thrown off right now. No way. And like when I was younger and I used barred soap, it always left my skin with like. A kind of, I guess, film, I guess you would call it. And it was like dry and, and like, yeah, it just dry. was always itchy. Dries me out too. That's it, why I don't use it. It did not work great. Once I switched to body wash, what a life changer. Do you like use a loofah? No, no. I just use my hands. So you just put body wash on your hand and just scrub it in? Well, I use my arm as like the, the sudzer, like my arm hair. It's your starting point? That's my starting point. And then I get like hands full of suds. So that's like just, your palate. Like yes. you're like Bob Ross. That's my is that his name, Bob Ross? Yeah. <laughs> you're yes, like Bob Ross name. and your forearm is your soap palate. It's my happy little tree. <laughs> and then I just, I, <laughs> I just, like it. You know, from there, I just, I go with it, man. Until you, I'm covered. You use it on your soap. face too? My face. But then I also use uh, shampoo and conditioner because of my beard. Okay. On the face. So not really the, the face, but actually just the beard. Man, this is this is blowing my mind because I've been using bar soap for my entire life. I've tried a few times to do the body wash. I don't feel one. I, I don't like fully understand the mechanics of it. So that's why I was asking so many questions about the loofah <laughs> and your palate move. And I now I, I got I kind of understand it. But uh, about a week ago, I think it was the day that we did the last the, our first episode. Okay. Of the reboot and. Um, my wife finally forced me, basically, to switch to body wash because she didn't want the bar soap in the shower anymore. Yeah, it's an eyesore. Yeah, I guess that's it. Does it look crusty when it gets like small? Like a whatever. fresh bar of Irish Spring looks fantastic. Wait, wait, she doesn't. She doesn't want to see it in the in the shower. Is she just no. She just like what's the point? It's like taking up space. Just switch to body wash, and it will save space because she put you could put the body wash on like the little rack thing that hangs on the side Perfect. of the shower. Perfect. So I'm like, fine. I know I should try it. And, you know, be more sophisticated. And I tell you, I'm not. It takes me about three times longer to shower now. That's because you're not used to it. I was just like, I, I just don't feel like. A, first of all, I don't feel like um, I'm getting an like. It doesn't feel like it's cleaning me, and it also doesn't feel like I'm washing it off. Like I keep rinsing and rinsing. I'm like, I feel like it's still there. Yeah, because it actually um, makes your skin feel nice. So what you think is still soap on there is the actual first time in your life you're feeling soft skin on your body. Oh, so that's what moisture feels like. That's what moisture feels oh. like, my friend. See, I think it comes from being like, I was a super greasy kid, as you remember. Uh, Eric uh, knows me very well. <laughs> I, I had always had oily skin when I was younger. So I think I always used bar soap because it would dry it out, which was a good thing. That totally makes sense. But now that I'm, uh, you know, not a um, adolescent, maybe it's time for me to move on. I think so. What flavor did you use? Uh, what did what did Catherine have you use? Uh, the feel I used, according <laughs> to the Jones terminology, <laughs> is um, uh, not like a f- flavor. It's just like oh, one of the like, a weird re- ones. Dove men, uh, you okay. know, Dove men's that's, body that's, wash. That's like, what I used to. All right, yeah. those are cool and all, but d- spice up my life. Do me a favor. Which I go for. Go on bathandbodyworks.com. 
Is that B and B Dubs? Is that what people call it? Does it have a nickname? From now on, that's what I'll always call it. B and B Dubs. So B B Dubs. Oh B B Dubs. Take um, out the end. Yeah. Get yourself like a warm vanilla sugar. That's gonna be my recommendation to you. Warm, warm vanilla, vanilla sugar. Get that flavor. You're gonna want to fucking eat your arm off when you walk out of the shower because <laughs> it smells so goddamn delicious. That's pretty intense. Yeah. Wow. All right. It's a warm vanilla sugar. They yeah, make- that sounds like someone that I've met at a at a. <laughs> At a, at, at a gentleman's a, club? At an un, <laughs> on an unsavory location. <laughs> that, also, was, that was Eric's nickname in high school. <laughs> <laughs> they also sell a matching hand soap. Oh, yeah? So if you get that, you, you just, you smell like, when do you, you smell delicious. Like, so after like, you go to the bathroom, you use warm vanilla sugar. Oh, I just, we just keep it in like a, a pump next to the sink, and that's the soap. This is blowing my mind. Yeah. I've, the one thing I don't do is use bar soap to wash my hands. Like, like Why? That's the one time if I don't use it. you love it so much, why don't you do it then? I don't know. I just feel like that is where there should be a pump. Oh, like a liquid dispenser. Soap? Yeah, that's a dispenser moment. Specifically a foamy dispenser. Here's the deal. I'm not even going to have you go get it because I know you won't. I'm going to get it for you for Christmas. And you're going to just ha- you're gonna have to promise me you'll use it. I'll uh, videotape myself using it. And then I'll <laughs> send it to you on Snapchat. <laughs> is that awkward? Not at all. <laughs> Perfect. Awesome. All right, so get ready because that that's coming your way. All right, sorry to randomly bring up body wash, but it's been on my mind and bothering me because it's been taking me so long to get ready in the morning with this damn thing. But I'll get, I'll keep I'll keep with it. I'll give you guys updates on on my status. I appreciate. It. I'm gonna be looking forward to that. Awesome. All right, so that wasn't what we were supposed to start with. We were supposed to start with uh, me telling you guys a little anecdote about uh, something I noticed: the difference between uh, Disney Junior and Nick Junior. Uh, you guys all know uh, my daughter is at that age now where she watches a ton of you know Nick Jr. and, and Disney Non-stop. Jr. Nonstop. Nonstop. Eric knows it very well. Here's the thing. There is a stark contrast between the Disney Jr. commercials and the Nick Jr. commercials. What do you mean? Uh, okay. So the Disney Jr. commercials would be like, you know, dream big, princess. You could do anything you want to do in this world. And it plays like inspirational music. And then they sell like other Disney stuff, right? The commercials are just other stuff for, for themselves. Kind of like when we do dinner for dessert commercials on dinner, on for, dinner dessert. for dessert. Yeah, that makes no sense. Why did we do that last week? <laughs> but they're super positive, super inspirational, and just like epic. Right? As you would want a commercial for an impressionable mind watching it to be, you know, to be viewed. Yeah, it, and, and then you watch that for a while and she was all in on Disney Jr. for the first like two years of her life and just recently she's been switching over and watching Nick Jr. like half and half. Holy crap, the difference between them. What Nick are they Jun- pushing? Their commercials are like um, uh, doggy poop party <laughs> and it'll just be like, it'll be a, a board game where you have everyone plays like pushes the button until the dog poops and then when the dog poops, you win. <laughs> it's like, how is this? How is this a thing? And um, there's one where you could pop your the zits on the face of a of a of a of just a teenage kid, like that's what the Nick Jr. Commercials and they sell are. these games. Yeah, so my two my three year old daughter is watching like, hey, pop pimples for uh, for fun. So Nick Jr. is the idiocracy. <laughs> Nick Jr. is uh yeah, it's the what's the lowbrow version yeah, can, of can Disney I, Jr. Can I ask you something? So. This is something I've been noticing a lot, and I don't have kids, and nobody in my family really has young kids. I went to a like a one-year-old's birthday party like six months ago, right? And every gift this kid got was some kind of like way out disgusting thing. Like they they gave her like a doll that like you cut out play doh and you feed the doll the play doh, but then it poops the play doh out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's the Nick Jr. stuff. That's the stuff they sell on Nick Jr. and it's and it's popular. But but like, why is everything like a poop or fart or, or throw up or zit? Like that's a real thing, right? It's a thing. That's, oh, dude, I'm not making this up. Like every single commercial is is something like that. All right, so I'm gonna play like devil's advocate and give a hot take real quick, right? Yeah. So Nick Jr. is actually being truthful and telling these kids what life is gonna be all about. Whereas Disney Junior is telling them all to be princesses, and literally none of these kids are going to be princesses. There's like, one Meghan Markle, right? That's her name, and like, yeah, that's it. Like, you're, the ch- odds of you being that, you got a good point. 
but here's the thing. Like, do you want to break the news to the to, to kids at two that like life isn't all it's cracked up to be? Or do you want to let them dream for a little while and then learn the hard way like the rest of us did? Yes, I understand. I was just playing full on. Devil's no, I'm with you. I just it's it's just funny like how totally different the commercials are on Dizzy Junior versus Nick Junior. It, it's that's like, crazy. If you're when you switch back and forth between them, you really notice a difference. Well, now I have to pay attention. What I think we need. For next week, no pressure. Maybe not for next week, but maybe in the next couple of weeks. It's for Jones to make a parody Nick Jr. commercial. Oh and God. a Disney Jr. commercial. Yes, and we could do them back to back. Oh, I can't wait. That's, that's on the docket for next week. Yes. Oh, that's fantastic. That's twice so far we've used docket. Docket's a great docket. word. Good fucking word. Uh, I love so, it, man. So actually for next week, I was hoping, if you guys are cool with it, that we would do a Christmas episode. I'm totally cool with that. Jonesy? Does it have to be specifically Christmas? Because I, I know we all have to be super, super PC. <laughs> can it be a holiday show? We can do a holiday show. Yeah, we can do Christmas, Hanukkah, Festivus, Kwanzaa. Sounds good. What else is Diwali? in? Diwali. Diwali's not in December, what? is it? Is that a Slipknot song? I think it happened already. Okay. Diwali? No, it's Indian uh, New Year. Is it really? Yeah. Come on. Get it together, Jonesy. I don't. Uh, I'm, I'm off the page on this stuff. I have no idea. Well, get on it. All right. The page. You tell them. Got to get right. on the docket. <laughs> get on the docket. All right. So uh, next week, holiday yeah. episode. Yes, I'm totally down for that. And since we're not allowed to play music anymore, um, we have to write our own Christmas music. That's fine. I'm totally okay with that. What if we did this? Um, I, I texted Jonesy earlier and I was like, hey, next week, uh, can you make a Christmas song? And then I realized it's like a lot to ask him to like yeah. sing a song. <laughs> So can you just write like a just the instrumental music for I next week and then we'll just improv freestyle? over it? Yeah. Yeah. Like how hard could it be? Just talk about eggnog. Yeah. And figgy pudding. You know what? I, I, it wasn't too hard for me to write a Christmas song, but now that you're asking that, I will totally do that. If you can make like a three minute, it doesn't even have to be long. It could be one minute loop, and we'll just, just loop it. Two parts and we'll loop, and loop them. We'll just play it over and over and we'll each take a turn <laughs> writing our own Christmas song. That's, un, that's an unbelievably good idea. <laughs> Yeah, but no one's allowed to prep. I no won't. cheating. I won't. <laughs> if you write, if you write lyrics before the show, it's not improv and it's cheating. <laughs> and trust okay? me, we'll be able to tell. I mean, free is it improv or freestyle? I think what's with music, it's freestyle. Free prov. Which one of this is going to be the Wayne Brady and totally kick it out of the park? Oh my god, I hope. I, I think just, it's be Jones. Yeah, I think it's going to be you too. You I'm going to I'm going to freeze and yeah. it sounds stupid. <laughs> Eric's going to sing actual lyrics from another song, <laughs> and Jones is going to hit a home run. No. That's how it's going to go down. Here's Guaranteed. What gonna, here's what I'm going to do is that I'm going to do the... <laughs> yeah. like I'm going to do that noise. I'm, gonna, noise. I'm, I'm not going to be able to get over it. Uh. But yeah, that sounds, that's a great idea. Also, it's your turn, uh, Pomp, to host trivia next week, so you can do a fucking... Oh, holiday trivia. Uh, holiday trivia, man. I'm pretty excited for that. Oh, that's a great idea. Oh, I'm very excited for next week. Can we just skip and just do the Christmas episode now? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, one other thing I wanted to mention has nothing to do with anything, but um, I just wanted to share with everyone that Eric finally uh, uh, explained to me what the phrase shooting fish in a barrel <laughs> means because I one day we were, <laughs> me and Eric, it was like less, I think it was like a couple days ago. Yeah. I texted Eric and I was like, like, like shooting fish in a barrel. He's like, uh, no, it doesn't it, it, work in this context. I'm like, you know, like it's, re- it's really difficult. And I'm like, what are you talking about? The expression's supposed to mean that it's easy. I'm like, how is it easy to shoot a fish floating around in a barrel? Because I'm thinking, <laughs> when you say shooting fish in a barrel, for the last 36 years of my life, Jones, <laughs> I thought it meant it's a barrel filled with water and a fish, and there's one fish. I'm like, that's hard as hell. And like, and you're thinking it's like a goldfish-sized fish, right? <laughs> yeah, and I'm trying to shoot it with like with a pistol, like hanging over the barrel. I'm like, that's really hard. Eric's like, dude, it's a barrel filled with fish, and there's no water in it. And I was like, oh, that's a lot easier. <laughs> it makes sense now. So. Uh, nothing to do with tonight's episode. I just wanted to share that I'm an idiot. <laughs> it was a good moment. And I'm glad you were. I'm glad you were man enough to, to bring that up this on the it, show. Man. The only way this show works is if we're honest with ourselves. It's and the I'm, truth. And uh, I'm an idiot. And thank you for for schooling yeah, me on that one. No problem, bro. That's what I'm here for. <sighs> okay. All right. So 
we wanted to do something with this new format of uh, of the podcast that we hadn't done so much in the past, which is really to have a test and learn mentality, talk to our listeners and get their feedback often, right? The, obviously, we're going to get the most feedback in the early days, but yep. always just have this constant feedback loop. And not only we're going to like list, you know, collect feedback and, and, and learn from it, but we also want to share the feedback that we hear with you guys. Definitely. And we were lucky enough to speak to so many of you over the past week and uh, just like, you know, shoot the shit and like bounce. And you guys bounced a lot of ideas off us that maybe we hadn't thought about. So first off, thanks to everyone that got in touch. Super appreciative. Yeah, that's awesome. We got so much good feedback and uh, all of it is is consistent too. like everyone who gave us feedback, like whatever thing they said to us, someone else also said the same thing, which means that, you know. There's some recurring themes here. Uh, so I'm just going to rattle some off. Yeah, you guys definitely. tell me what you think. Okay. All right. Then the first one is an easy one. And we actually said this ourselves uh, during the episode that we should add outro music. Yeah, definitely. So that's an easy one. Jones is is like a hit making <laughs> machine. So he'll he'll make us an outro song. And I think we have one. For he this actually week. wrote another, another song. What's it called <laughs> this week? Uh, this week, I think it's called The Evil Dead. Yes. Nice. But I, actually, I might have a really good outro song like already in the can from something else I'd worked on, so I'm going to send that over to you guys, too. Okay. Maybe we can figure it out. So we'll use Evil Dead tonight, and then if we want to replace it next week, it'll be the new outro song. I All love right. it. Yeah, sounds good. Awesome. Um, add segment lead in music. That's another one that we were thinking about anyway. We just don't have it written yet, but like... But we will. So it'll be like... Uh, we can't do the the McDonald's theme that we want to do because woo, of copyrights. Woo, 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 woo. <laughs> yeah, it's trivia. It's trivia. <laughs> it's gonna be something silly like that. But I think we should, we could do that for the trivia, for the recommendations, and for for some of the other ones. Uh, another one we got from lots of people, which is add a top five segment mm-hmm. where we just rattle off top five anything like a listicle. So top five Christmas movies, top five, you know, whatever. Uh, I like that. Now, when you say top five, is that as a combined group or individually? I think as a group. Because if we're doing top five, it can't be individual. If we do a top three, it can be individual. Do we take forever if we, there'd be 15 top things to talk about in one episode if we did individual. Is that what you mean? Yeah, that's why it would have to be a lower number. We could do, if we do top three and we just all come with one and there's no order. Like, how do we? Because I would like it if we don't have to prepare like in together. Like, it'd be cool if we share it with each other on the air. Yes. So, like, we don't see each other's list. So maybe we each come with a top three, and then we use, or we come with top two, and we each rattle off our top two, and then we break them down to finalists, and then on the air come up with our top three or something like that. I'm I'm with it. So it'd be six. Come to the table, three become the top three. So I bring in like my top favorite thing and then an alternate? Yeah, two things that you feel like are neck and neck for the best of whatever the, whatever the topic is. Yeah. Hmm. So like we're going to do best Christmas movies. Uh, we'll each come with two of our favorite Christmas movies. And then if we, have, if we all have the same one, that's an obvious shoe-in for yeah. being on the list. And then we'll fight for, the, for whatever ones are, are individual. Yeah, I'm with that. Sound good? I'm just making this up, so if it's dumb, just tell me now. No, I think it's awesome. uh, The only problem is that I want to do it right now, but I know we're doing holidays next week. So let's do, let's start that. We'll do that one next week. Okay, perfect. Done. Top five. It's going to be called top three. So wait, are we doing doing Christmas movies? Is that going to be the theme? Next week? Um, I feel like... Or Christmas toys as a kid. I say Christmas toys i like better christmas movies is like it's going to be the same everyone does that yeah it's, it's a true. different I, I like the nostalgia aspect of the christmas toys okay cool yeah christmas toys um the next one uh it, feedback was from one of our listeners named pomp <laughs> which is don't let jones touch the equipment anymore <laughs> Yo, this, this microphone's working great this week finally you broke like 17 things yesterday last week uh it was just excuses to get my commercials on the air. <laughs> it really weren't. You really did break everything. So good. Uh, I'm a Jones. mouth was so good. I'm a ecstatic Jones. I'm a Jones in a China shop. Uh, <laughs> he went from Mike Jones to Mike Drop Jones, which is a great nickname, <laughs> to Static Jones. 
All right, the next one is uh, add a segment for embarrassing stories. So here's the thing about this one. We have a lot of embarrassing stories, but um, they're all inappropriate. I don't yeah, know if that's going to work. I'm not comfortable dropping those <laughs> yeah. on there. Yeah, I don't know. That one That one maybe will be for our uh, R-rated podcast for the future. Maybe if we ever did a live, a live show. That'll be a live show. For the audience, we'll do a little treat. I all like right. that. Uh, okay, uh, this is a, a, another... Uh, piece of feedback uh, for a segment idea. Add a segment for things that should be retired. Like things, oh things my that God. are time to go. My mind just flooded with uh, things that could be thrown into this segment. Yeah, I have one in particular. When I heard this one, I was like, I have one right off the bat. My first one. Oh headlines, headlines that start with, not all heroes wear capes. Oh, Christ. First off, no heroes wear capes in real life. <laughs> I don't think anyone wears capes, period, except for in TV, sh- in movies and comics, right? And it's used on literally every good news story. Yeah, it's brutal. So that, I would retire the, the saying, not all heroes wear capes. Would you replace it with another one? No, I'd be creative for every article. Like, yes. every, like a real writer. Yes, thank you. <laughs> like if I, if I had to choose one quickly that I would just, you know, without sitting in here and thinking about it, it would be uh, Living in a Prayer by Bon Jovi. Yes, at like, bars that should, specifically. Like, that, that should be retired at bars. Yeah. Because every drunk person thinks they are a fucking top-notch singer when that comes on at 2 a.m. on the jukebox. It's the worst. And it's, it's the, the worst. fucking worst. What do you think, Jones? Do you like this idea for a segment? I love this idea. I, I can't think of one off the top of my head, but I'm not because I can't think of one, but it's because I can't clear my brain enough with the ones that just flooded Because there's so in. many. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I like this. This is a good... Going forward, this is going to be a good one. Yeah, and, and that could be one that we don't do every week. It might be like a monthly one. That's the but, best part about these. They don't have to be every week. Yeah, it's true. Plug and play, man. All right. So so that concludes our feedback segment. We got other feedback. I think more uh, wasn't one was about... The volume being yeah, a low. there was like technical ones, but I'm not going to bring those up. But thank you, uh, Mr. Michael Penner, for those. Yeah, we'll we'll fix the volume issue. I think it was a, a compression issue. A compression issue. We'll fix that. Um, something to do with the specs on the end. Specs on, on the, the rotary, rotary girder. girder. Yeah. I don't know. Um, so, all right, brings us to our next segment, Jonesy, mm-hmm. which is recommendations. And so, since we don't have a lead-in jingle yet. Jonesy, why don't you make one up on the spot? Go. It's the recommendation section of our show where we talk about things we really like. Go. <laughs> yeah, it works for me. Done. Sold. Sold. Oh, man. All right. So, uh, Eric, what is your recommendation for the week? All right. So I was trying to, I was trying to rack my brain a little bit. And um, I know I went AirPods last week, but I had to go with a piece of tech again, just because I'm a dork, and that's really that's my wheelhouse. You know what I mean? So you like technology. I'm gonna go with Google Wi-Fi. Okay, let me explain Google to Wi-Fi? you what that is. Okay, so everyone has a router in their house, um, whether they have uh, FiOS or Optimum or Spectrum, whatever it may be. Okay, Google Wi-Fi replaces your router and covers your house in what's called a mesh network. So you still need uh, internet running to your house from whatever internet service provider you choose. But from there, it goes into the Google Wi-Fi. And you can buy multiple devices. So they come in a one-pack, which is $99, a three-pack, which is 250 And you place them around your house and it's like having a brand new internet connection in each spot that it is. So there's no like dead zones in your there's house. There's no dead zones. Okay. So you find like three good spots and you could literally cover your entire property, backyard included. That's awesome. So for $250, you have like perfect wireless internet all over your house. Yes. Any so, other any other perks? Yeah. So I have Optimum online in my house and I have the, I believe it's 300 download, 100 upload. And I wasn't coming close to touching those uh, wirelessly with the Optimum router. When I set up the Google Wi-Fi, uh, now I hit like a minimum of like 250 download, which you may say, well, you're paying for 300. Yeah, but that 300 is like plugged in and people don't realize that. That's not 
the Wi-Fi speed they're telling you. They're telling you an actual plug like directly in, yeah. hardwired in to the modem and router. So getting getting 250 through Wi-Fi is like absurd. And it's like easy to set up. Like you don't have to be a, a nerd like you. So not not it's it's actually if there's a word for easier than easy, that's what it is. You basically scan the code. You download an app. You scan the code underneath each device, and it sets up your whole home network. And then you can control everything through an app. So, say you have a kid who you don't want on his iPad past like nine o'clock. You could set limits on that iPad on each specific device. It shows so you, you could say this iPad can't get internet access after nine p.m. Yes. Yeah, so it shows you wow. every device hooked up to the to the Wi-Fi in your house, and you could individually control. And put priorities like this always gets priority because maybe you have like a server in your house or a dedicated computer that you want to have the fastest, the fastest. So you could set that at priority and you could put limits on everything else if you wanted to. Dude, I will tell you that I guarantee every listener uh, who's not like a tech nerd like like us was probably like, oh, we're out or cool. It's got good whatever until you said that you could set limits on individual and devices. so easy. Every parent listening right now is probably going, that's awesome. Yeah. Because if you have a kid that you want to like, you don't want them to play, you know, Fortnite after 9 p.m., you can mm-hmm. just lock it so that they can So no matter what you have hooked up in your house, whether it's a PS4 or an Xbox, it'll all show up right on the app and you just click on each device and set parameters. And if someone's like, if your kid's like, being a, a a jerk, right? Can you be like the be in the middle of the game? You'd be like, all right, that's how it's gonna Absolutely. go. No, and you could just walk and go into the app and be like, boop. Oh, no I've more. Do, I've done it. Wow, and it's a good feeling. It also has a nice easy share button. So, say you have like a friend come over the house, instead yeah. of having to tell them your Wi-Fi password, you literally could just hit the share guest account, and it'll pop up on any phone that's not already connected to it, where they'll just be connected to the guest Wi-Fi. That's so cool. So it makes life pretty simple. That's fantastic. It also reaches in my backyard now, so like I, br- I could bring my TV in my backyard and like a fire stick or something and sit outside and watch a movie. Oh, that's amazing. So it's pretty cool. Good for the summer. It's a, you know, 250 is a, a not it's, so cheap, but yeah, like it's, it's a, pretty expensive. But. To have faster, more control over your Wi-Fi, which you use more than most things in your life, it's a small price. I think it's great for people who have, you know, more than, you know, four people in a house. And Definitely. And yeah, that's that's great. So that's it, Google Wi-Fi. That's probably, my wreck. It's, it's probably pretty good, too, because you live in a pretty big house. Yes. So we have one upstairs, main floor, and then downstairs. That's awesome. And every every floor gets just perfect high-speed Wi-Fi. That's so, yeah. Good. Well, awesome. I, I think you, I, you sold me. Yeah, it's, it's a totally worthwhile purchase. I have like 18 devices um in my house and if you and if you ran google wi-fi through this house you would be blazing because you have gigabit yeah i have i have actually the highest, getting i have the highest download speeds you could get have you ever done a speed test uh yeah when i when it's plugged in here like um like hardwired it's it's like 800 download it's never a, th- a wi-fi gig. is what i'm curious about wi-fi is like 350 400 you'd probably hit 700 on wi-fi with google wi-fi that's crazy. That's how crazy it is. That's bananas. That's bananas. So yeah, there's me being a dork. Boom, dork. Hey, two <laughs> weeks in a row of electronics. I like it. Next week we're gonna have to we're gonna force you out of your comfort zone. You're At least do... you can't call me a fanboy because I went Apple one week and Google the next. So I, I feel Amazon coming next week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jonesy, what's your recommendation for the week? All right. So next week I promise to go a little more uh, adult with my recommendation, but this week I'm going total kid version. There's a video game that I love. I love it so much. It's called Stardew Valley. It's out on every platform you can buy a video game on. PC, uh, PlayStation, Xbox, Nintendo Switch. I saw it in the Switch store. It's and a I new? Was, yeah, and I was like curious what it was because it was on like the, uh, like the most purchased page. It's yeah. a new game or no, an old game? It's uh, maybe like two years old. It, it's not new. Um but there, there's significant updates. Every time there's a big update, it like changes the game radically. Like this newest one, they added a multiplayer mode, which it didn't have previously. The game is super, super simple. It's got like retro style graphics, reminiscent of like Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis era, really colorful. And the whole point of the game is that you work 
for this big mega company and your life sucks and you hate it. And then you get a letter from your grandfather and he's leaving you a, a farm in the Stardew Valley. So you, you throw away your, your busy life and you go move to the farm and you just start farming. But you can really, once you get to the farm, you can choose to do anything you'd like. You can build a farm. Like you can work the soil and do whatever, whatever you want to do and it's great. If you decide you don't really want to farm too much, like you can go to the mines and dig for gold. You can go fishing. You can do whatever you'd like to do. This sounds like um, a mobile game, except without pay to win. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there's a there's a really deep story to it, believe it or not, and it's it's got a it's got a little charm to it. So it's really pretty cool. The coolest thing about it to me is that it was uh, programmed by one guy. So, in Honeydew Valley, it sounds a lot like <laughs> The Sims. Is it like or like Farmville? Um. There, Picture retro graphics, though. So, like, like Nintendo graphics, like a little, like Super Nintendo level. So it's like, it's very similar to a game that came out on Super Nintendo called Harvest Moon. Oh my God! Yeah, yeah, it's very similar. So, I'm just recapping because I, I don't. It's you are like farm. You like farm. Yeah. And you, I'm assuming you like grow the crops and then you sell the crops and then you make money and then you could build other stuff and you kind of keep building yeah yeah but there's there's people on the town that you can go interact with and uh there's there's other things to do there's a whole it's like, like farmville there's a whole was, like that's what i meant when i was saying like mobile game yeah there's like a there's like a whole like legend of zelda type of aspect of the game too where there's like a dungeon and you get like weaponry and you can go fight people but that's not a like a major part of the game so would you um would you recommend honeydew valley to to any listener or would it be like who what what type of what type of uh, gamer would be into this? Or is it something that like someone who's not into video games might enjoy also? It's uh you'd have to be into video games to probably play it, I think, but it's pretty easy to get into. And it's really it's really open ended. So like you can play it however you'd like to play it. It's very relaxing. Like that's the thing about it to me. Like when I first started playing it, I was like, Oh, I'm gonna go fish. I bought a fishing rod and I went down to the beach and I just fished like a maniac. I caught bazillions of fish. And is it on uh, uh, mobile I, at all? iPad or anything or no? Yeah, I think it's on iOS and Android. I'm pretty sure. What that, platform do you play on? Uh, I play it on uh, my laptop. Okay. Oh, here it is. Stardew Valley. Because if I was going to play it, I'd probably get it on my Switch. Yeah. It's probably great on the Switch. Portability. Yeah. I love that machine. Oh, I, I see. the graphics are very Super Nintendo. Uh, Which is pretty awesome. Oh, that looks cool, actually. That's fun. I'm pretty it's sure it's $7.99 on iPad. I wonder how much it is on the Switch. I'm pretty sure it's 15 on just about everything. That's not even terrible. Yeah. I If I were to buy it, this seems like a game I would play on the iPad, not on P- PS4. Is that... I mean, it's it's probably the exact same thing. See, that's why I want it on the Switch, though, so I could lay in bed at night and play it. Yeah. Oh, because the Switch, you I could love take my, portable. Yeah, I love the Switch for that reason. Awesome. So I may buy it tonight, to tell you the truth. Just try it out. Fifteen bucks. Yeah. You can't go wrong. Yeah. I, I, me and me and my fiance were addicted to it for months, like months and months and months. I like it. These are the type of games that I get super addicted to. <laughs> also, like Clash of Clans. You loved it. I loved <laughs> Clash of Clans. Um, I really liked Farmville too, to be honest. And Frontierville, which was oh, that was on probably, Facebook. Yeah, Frontierville, Frontierville was on fun, Facebook man. was super addicting. So, all right. So, recap for the audience: Stardew Valley. Yeah, Stardew Valley. Fourteen ninety nine on PS four, Switch, PC, yeah, Xbox. Xbox, and it's um, like I said, they just created a multiplayer mode, so that might add some functionality to it that you might not have otherwise. But it's it's pretty cool. It's it's really easy to get into. There's only a couple buttons to learn, and you just go about your day. Awesome, awesome. All right, so Pomp, what have you brought to the table this evening? Well, I'm going to go with uh, with some entertainment. Um, well, I guess a video game's entertainment, but some uh, TV entertainment. On Amazon Prime, there is a show called The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. I haven't watched yet. Sell me right now. I want to watch. It's everything that Mad Men should have been. I hated Mad Men. Yeah. So <clears throat> I love the idea of Mad Men because I love the idea of like just watching a show that takes place in the 60s and just see everything in that Definitely. In that period, but the show itself, 
was so dry to me and so serious because it was like real life. <clears throat> and Kathy used to always say, my wife used to always say to me, um, you know, Mad Men's so good, why don't you want to watch it? I'm like, because I'm, it's like watching someone's regular life, like going to the <laughs> office. Like, why would I want to watch a show about my my life just in the 60s? You know what I mean? I'm like, I lived that yeah. life. Like, so um, never really liked Mad Men. And so when The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel came out, season one, I was a little skeptical. One episode in, I was hooked. It's hilarious. What's it about? There's this uh, woman who uh, is a housewife. She's young housewife. I have two young kids in uh, Manhattan in the 60s and like a wealthier family. She's from a wealthier family. Uh she and her husband is uh, like a has like a day job as a as a businessman and you know for his actual job. But at night he's trying to do stand up, but he's awful and he does a lot of like he rips off other people's bits and everything. And she goes and supports him, and she's always like, "Oh, you're doing great, whatever." But he's like not good. And the only time he gets laughs is when he full on blatantly steals a riff from a more famous comedian. Okay. Uh Long story short, I don't want to spoil too much, but it's already into season two, and some stuff happens. I don't don't spoil it. I won't spoil it, but but long story short, she ends up doing stand-up instead. Okay. And she's amazing, but she's a natural. Like, she's not practicing. She's not not even writing material. She just... Some things happen, a chain of events I won't tell you about because I don't want to spoil it, leads her to being on stage by accident, and she nails it and gets a taste for it, and now she, the whole show is just about her becoming a stand-up comedian in a time where there's not really a lot of female. I was going to say, comedians. is that like a big part of the show? Is that there wasn't a lot of females yeah, doing and, that then? And she's good-looking, so like no one, okay. no one's going to take her serious because she's like this hot young girl, like trying to do stand-up. And they say, you know, I was reading about the backstory. It's not specifically based on a real comedian, but it's inspired by like Joan Rivers and a few other gotcha. names that I don't, not household names to us, but we're big. Fa- female comedians that were like groundbreaking in the 60s uh but joan rivers is probably the biggest name that Mm -hmm. we all know and uh it's so funny the acting is fantastic the cast is amazing it's tony shalhoub plays her dad who's tony shalhoub monk oh that's great oh he's so good um the she's from her name's rachel brosnahan wait i wrote it down because i wanted to be that guy that's actually very informative on our show (laughs) her name is Rachel Brosnahan. Oh, I got it right the first time. She was in... You would have been that guy so much more if you didn't have to double check. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Damn it. <laughs> well, she was from House of Cards. So if you're wondering, wow, she looks familiar. She played the girl that has like the affair. You don't watch it. You're, talk- oh! yeah. you're talking to the wrong guy. I hated that show. Yeah, that, House of Cards. Talk about a show that jumped the shark. I don't want to go off topic, but that this last season where he's not Kevin Spacey's not in it is... Dog shit. It's terrible. Anyway, uh, hit her manager is played by Alex Borstein, who's who Alex plays Borstein from Mad TV. From Mad TV, she's hilarious, and she played uh, the she's the voice of Lois Griffin. For those who don't watch, Peter. yeah, who don't watch, uh, if you didn't watch Mad TV, you'll definitely know her voice from uh, Family Guy. So uh, I really, really love it. It's it's funny. It's quick, like very witty. Like How the, long are the episodes? The dialogue is so fast. Um, I don't even are know. They, are they hour or half hour? You know, I don't even know. They go so fast. They're probably an hour, but they feel like That's a half crazy. hour. Those, it's the kind of show, the best way to describe it for me, and I know you'll understand what I mean here, it's the kind of show that when the episode ends, you're like disappointed. You're like, oh, I want more. And then luckily you could binge it, but like when season one ended and we had to wait for season two, it was like painful. Like That's how much we loved it. Uh, season two just dropped. So if you get into it now, you can watch two full seasons in a binge. Perfect. I'm going to do it. Yeah, I got to say, my fiance has been watching that show also, and I've caught like little snippets here and there, and it's been pretty good. I might actually go back and start watching myself. Well, just think about it. It's it's about coming up in comedy. Like we are all three of us. Not only do we do a podcast that we you know that that you know has a little bit of comedy to it, we Mm -hmm. also have all been comedy enthusiasts our whole life. Listening to comedy podcasts, li- talk radio comedy, uh, stand-up comedians. Like, this is, we're, we have a passion for I it. I mean, my favorite so watching, genre of movies is romantic comedies. There you go. That's it. <laughs> so, 
Yeah, and there's a little I know, romance in I here. I know a thing or two. There's a little romance peppered in this <laughs> thing, so there you go. You got a rom-com in it. Perfect. In I'm in. Yeah. I'm sold. Awesome. So I didn't want to cut you off before, but you said his uh, day job, and it reminded me of things that should be retired, and one of the phrases is, don't quit your day job. Oh, that's oh. that definitely needs to get retired. Ooh, yeah. that one. That one just drew my ire. <laughs> <laughs> ire is a good word. Yeah, it is. We got to put ire on our docket. Enough. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, so. <laughs> oh, do, do we have outro music for that segment? Uh, well, why don't you make it? And that was. <laughs> and that was our review segment where we talk about things that we really love. It's well, called the recommendation section. Do it over. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the, the recommendation segment where we talk about things that we like a whole bunch. Bump, bump. <laughs> That's actually pretty catchy at the end. We like good. a whole bunch. Bunch is a good word. Bunch I'm, is a great word. I'm a musician, guys. Awesome. <laughs> All right, what's our next segment, Eric? Oh, man. Well, I'm going to let you pick it. I have a beautiful trivia section lined up for us tonight. Ooh. All right, so we also have, we talked about This Week I Learned last episode. Oh, yeah. Twill. Twill. Unfo- this Week I Learned. Unfortunately, I was let know by one of our fans there is a, a twill on Reddit, but it's this week in law. Uh, but it's still twill. Like my in-laws? Um, what was that? Like my in-laws? Yeah. Wait. <laughs> this week's in-laws. This week in my in-laws. <laughs> uh, boy, that was weird. <laughs> <laughs> That's under the NSFW tag. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. So we could still call it this week I learned. We just can't use twill on Reddit. It sucks. <laughs> Twill's so good. Um, this week I learned stuff. Twills? <laughs> I don't know. We'll figure it out. All right. So you want to? Are we going to do this week I learned or trivia? That's up to you, my friend. Which one do you want to do next? We're going to do both of them tonight, Jonesy. So don't worry. But you pick which one we do first. I kind of, I kind of want to do this week I learned. All right. All right. That works. I just want to let you know I do have a good trivia lined up for you. Okay. The topic this week is going to be TV shows. Ooh. So oh. nice. Are you going to talk about the any questions about marvelous Mrs. Maisel? Well, I've never seen it, so no. Oh, all right. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so Jones, what did you learn this week? This week I learned. Wait, Ooh. how is the audience going to know what the segment is if we don't do it? Oh, yeah, we need an intro. We need a lead in. It. <laughs> and since we don't have anything pre-recorded, you know the drill. Let's do it. This is the This Week I Learned segment where we talk about things that now we know but we didn't before. Bump, bump. <laughs> Pretty good. Pretty yeah. good. I think we get it. It needs work. I'm going to kill this joke. This week and this week I learned. All right. So, Jones, what did you learn this week? This week I learned um, there's this movie called The Truman Show. Uh, I'm sure you guys have seen it. That's maybe, amazing. Maybe not. It's a good <laughs> movie. Uh, if ever a movie that gets quoted randomly in our <laughs> lives, it's The Truman Show. Whenever someone says something not interesting, <laughs> me and Eric always go, that's, that's amazing. amazing. <laughs> That uh, one probably the best scene in that show. Yeah, in movie. movie. Yeah, <laughs> damn it. It uh, it started Jim Carrey and a bunch of other people. It was really really good. It came out a couple years ago, and it's pretty much about um, this guy uh, Truman who is uh, his entire life is uh, filmed and shown on TV, but he doesn't know it. In case you haven't seen it, not going to spoil anything for you. But uh, this week I learned that the director of that movie wanted to put cameras in each movie theater when you were watching the movie. And then the, the film would cut to a, a live audience. So like the cameras would turn on and it would be, it would be showing you in the theater very briefly. And then would cut, cut back to the movie. I, I feel like in theory, it's a great idea. I think he was ahead of his time with it though. What do you think? What you think people would have been pissed off? Or? No, I just don't think the tech would have been good enough for it then. Yeah. I think now easy enough to do that. I also think that people wouldn't get the the meta joke that he was trying to tell. They'd be like, "Why? Why did we just show up there?" And then it would like flip back, and they'd be like, "Is it was broken?" There a glitch? <laughs> I think yeah. that people would have thought it was a glitch. Yeah, so totally. I, why, I why did it get rejected? Do you know? No, not really. I mean, I, I can't imagine that there's uh, 
they weren't going to put a budget in for cameras in thousands of movie theaters. There's and absolutely then, no financial value yeah, to yeah. come out of it. Like and paying not, someone to operate all those cameras because you know that at the time it couldn't have been automated, right? So like they would have to play, pay a guy to cut from one thing to the next. You know, they, and after the opening weekend, everyone would know the gimmick, and they would go and be like, "Oh yeah, I know this is coming." Or yeah. like, imagine you're the guy who goes to see the movie like six weeks after it comes out, and it cuts to a an empty movie theater with just you in it. Like that's way weirder. Yeah, especially if you're Pee Wee Herman. That's what I'm saying. So oh, like, yeah. in theory, the idea is like cool, but I just don't think it would have worked how he wanted it. How did you learn this? Like, how did that happen? It was on Reddit's today. I learned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. hey, that's you, quality hey no rules no rules on where you source your uh your info from yeah i mean for me it's a rule free zone i basically just went on google and i wrote uh this, this interesting stuff that's happened yeah <laughs> and i found mine yeah so what's yours all right so uh there was like a bunch of cool stuff but like this one really got me so this week i learned there's a nuclear bomb lost somewhere off the coast of georgia a lost nuclear bomb. A lost nuclear bomb. So, in 1958... Good year. Uh, great year. Great year. An Air Force jet crashed into a B-47 bomber that was carrying a 7,000-pound nuclear bomb. So, the pilot, Whew. his first instinct was, shit, while my, my plane's still working a little bit, let me get to this, like, the coast off of Savannah, Georgia, and let me drop this bomb before it just dislodges itself so he dropped it into the ocean so he dropped it into the ocean on purpose okay S- because he thought that he it was going to explode because yes he, because his plane yes okay. was 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 not doing well after the crash how do you crash how do two planes collide and not completely explode i guess on his was a little bigger and maybe he just got clipped it's like a side it's the only yeah. way i could imagine but anyway so the navy searched for this thing for months and could never find it so there's a, it's a, like a live atomic bomb in the, yeah. just sitting in the ocean right now? So the Air Force and the pilot, they both deny that the bomb contained plutonium. But in 1966, the assistant to the Secretary of Defense said it was a complete weapon containing both uranium and plutonium. That's a hydrogen bomb. Yeah. So that they, means it's even worse than an atomic bomb. So they also say uh, it's, you know, if it's still intact at the bottom of the ocean, the dangers of heavy metal spreading is low. And if undisturbed, it poses no hazard. But just know that that thing is sitting there. What if somebody goes like deep sea diving? Like, oh, what's this thing? They kick it. The, and problem, it the problem is if they were searching for it with all their tech and can't find it, it's got to be buried so hard. But you never know. I just think that's, that's pretty bananas. And that kind of, uh, I, that, had to, I had to write that one down and share it. That's, uh, wow. That's like serious. That's like a serious this weekend. Yeah, that's no joke. I'm like. A little scared. <laughs> I'm never going to Savannah, Georgia. <laughs> F that. No uh, way. Th- uh, there's so many questions I have. Like, how? How? How is that possible? <laughs> how do you lose an atomic bomb? A hydrogen bomb? Jesus. Like, do you guys know how improbable it is that two planes would collide with each other in air? Like, that's... so uh, w- while one of them has a, a nuclear yeah. weapon on it, like, you should be so extra they must careful have been that near day. a base. I'm guessing they were probably both going back to the base. Yeah. But. Stupid. That's crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. Jeez. All right. Okay. So <laughs> I, I can't top that. Like, how am I going to top no, it with my this no week? Topping. I it's just Damn. well. All right. So this week I learned that, um, and this is actually partially uh, inspired by the marvelous Mrs. Maisel season two, which has. Oh, you're theming out right now. Well, well, you know, I got. I'm inspired. Uh, it there's a couple of uh, scenes that take place in Paris, in France. So I found out that the first restaurant ever, ever, in like human ever. history, was opened in Paris in 1765. That's it. That's not that long ago. That's crazy. I would think that there was restaurants in you know the 1300s, right? No. There was never, ever uh, any restaurants. So what, back in the day, it used to just be like you ate at home. Or if you were away for any reason, you like stayed in inn and the inn would feed you. So people like a bed and breakfast, I guess, was the closest thing to a restaurant. They didn't call them bed and breakfast back then. So the first actual restaurant was like a big deal because this guy opened this first restaurant in 1765. Uh, it, it started off, he was going to have a bar, but in, so he was like, you know what? Actually, I'm going to serve food instead of booze because people always had bars. Bars mm-hmm. have been around forever. Um, and the first dish ever was sheep's feet. Simmered in a white sauce. 
So why this is such a big deal is <clears throat> when he first opened it, a lot of um, a lot of people sued him because there was companies that sold pre-cooked meals and they had like a lockdown on pre-cooked meals because that, that was kind of a novelty. And so they said like, this is our intellectual property. So, you know, like, wow, like we sell cooked food to people and like at the market, like not at, not at a restaurant because there was no such thing as a restaurant yet, but like you can't like serve cooked food to people. Like that's not doable. And so they took him to court he goes to court and he wins. He says, no, this is not, you can't tell me I can't do this. So once the court said that it was okay for him to do it, million, like thousands of other yeah. people said, oh, yeah. we're going to do it too. And then the restaurant was born. Makes and at that sense. point it exploded. The, then I was like, oh, that's crazy. The first restaurant ever wasn't that long ago. Then I was like, well, what was the first restaurant in America? Okay. So then I, then I went down the rabbit hole, the internet <laughs> rabbit hole. And the first one ever was in New York City. It was called Delmonico's, which oh, is still open. Fucking steakhouse. And I've eaten there. And it's delicious. I've eaten there as well. That was um uh what's his name's last meal in uh uh what the fuck was the movie? Uh The Truman Show? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I was a, a, you, a guy, you think about it. A guy was in jail and he was on death row and his last they asked him what he wanted for his last meal. Doesn't matter what the movie was, but he chose uh, Delmonico's. Hey. So I, that's pretty cool. Can't go wrong with the original restaurant. He literally chose the first restaurant in the country. In the country. And that was open in 1827. So um, not that long ago. That's that's blowing my mind right now. Like if you time traveled back to 1826 in your Kia Optima, right? You wouldn't have a place to go eat <laughs> unless you stayed overnight at a hotel. No, that's when I'd open up Ghosts and we'd serve <laughs> oh my God. all your favorites. Ghost <laughs> restaurant? Ghosts. Awesome. They say you can't go back. <laughs> awesome. All right. So that was this week I learned. Wow, that's so cool. That was a good segment. Yeah. I also learned that uh, shooting fish in a barrel is easy. <laughs> so I, I learned that too. It was just so crazy that you used it as meaning something difficult. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? Yeah. I've been misusing that for about 36 years. <laughs> anyway. All right. Now it's time for trivia. Oh wait, we actually have trivia music. Do we? Well, it's not really music. It's it's uh, okay. So it's a tri- trivia segment. You ready? And well, it's time to trivia. <laughs> now it's time to trivia. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, like I said, tonight's we're gonna do uh, TV themed trivia. So we're gonna start off easy. And we're gonna work our way to a little more difficult. When you say TV, you mean like the content of the shows, right? Not like not the like electronics. Brand. Not the electronics. Like, <laughs> the Philips Magnavox. <laughs> like Uses it, what transistor? Yeah. <laughs> What's the difference between LCD and LED? <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. I wish I would have thought of that. All right. So I'm going to kick this off with Michael Jones. All right. Question number one. What are the names of the twins from Beverly Hills 90210? Oh, my God. I've never seen that show in my life. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go shot in the dark and I'm gonna say uh um Lewis and Randolph. <laughs> you were close. You were close. He was not close at all. It was Brandon and Brenda Walsh. <laughs> oh. Wait, do I I don't get a chance to No, you get counter? your own question. Oh, that's how it's gonna go. Okay. So that's a that's a zero so far for Mike Jones. Oh, that hurts. That's a goose egg. I thought that was a pretty easy question. That was easy, dude. All right. Pomp, what is the name of the coffee shop from the hit show Friends? Central Perk. Hey! I'm so proud of myself right now. One to nothing, Pomp. Boom. Oh, this is painful. All right. (laughs) It's going to get worse, man. Mike Jones. Mm -hmm. Torchwood is an anagram and spinoff of what popular British sci-fi series? Torchwood. Torchwood. Anagram. <laughs> That's where you jumble the letters up to make a different Correct. word, right? Yes. Torchwood. How many British sci-fi shows are there? I feel like this is an easy one. I mean, uh, Doctor Who? Correct. Oh. Ding, ding, ding. Oh, that hurts. It's the same letters. See, in my brain, I'm thinking Doctor is DR. Oh, yeah. so I was like, oh, that's no, way too few. No, they spell it. They spell it. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Nice job. Ties it up at one. Oof. Pomp. What is Michael J. Fox's middle name? 
Michael J. Fox. I mean, here's the thing. <clears throat> I don't think you would put this as a trivia question if it didn't have a trick question built into it. It's J. Just the letter J. It's Andrew. <laughs> All right. After two rounds. That's so much harder than his question. Tied at 1-1. One, one. Mike Jones. Wait. Is it me? Am I Andrew? <laughs> it's Michael J. Fox? It's Andrew. I don't know what to tell he you. Just man. Picked just he just picked the J. I guess he just picked the J. Yeah, he said Gooder, by the way. I'm pretty sure that there was another Michael Fox in the Screen Actors Guild, and I think he liked the sound of J. Michael A. Fox is not good sound. No, J. Fox works. Yeah, Michael J. Fox is the name. There's only one A, and it's Stephen A. Smith. Yeah, he's the worst. All right. Mike Jones. Yeah. What is the name of the dog from the 1960s television cartoon, The Jetsons? Astro. Nice job. Well done. Yes. Neato, gang. Neato. Damn it. Pomp. Made up predominantly of young men, adult fans of the animated series My Little Pony are known as what? <laughs> oh, my God. I'm, I, I wanna, I'm just going to throw it out there. You're getting a lot easier questions than me. I, I hate to say that I know the answer to this one, but I do. I feel like everyone knows the answer to this one. Okay. So My Little Pony... Has like a fan, fan, an adult club. fan club, mostly made of men. <clears throat> the Pony Boys. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great, that, great guess. That's what they should be. Called. <laughs> That's what they should be called. But they're called the Bronies. <laughs> the Bronies. That's pretty good too, though. It might be better than the Pony Boys. Oh damn, I'm losing, aren't I? So I did an extra, an extra question a piece. If you want to hit them, what do, I'm losing, right? Two to one. You're down two to one. So it's over or no? I mean, not if you can answer this one for me. Okay. In the TV show The Simpsons, what are the name, uh, names of Ned Flanders' two children? Ned Flanders' two children. <laughs> I'd like to phone a friend. <laughs> can I phone a friend? Uh, I guess so. Are they in the room? Yeah. Hey, Jonesy. <laughs> <laughs> what are the names of their children? The Flanderses. Um... Todd? Todd is one of them. I got one. And Rod? Yes! I got it! You fucking got it! I got it! Oh my god! Oh. I can't believe you just fucking pulled that out of your ass. Holy crap. You want to know how I did that? I just pulled some Sherlock Holmes like deductive reasoning. I knew that it was just like it was. I, I knew that one of their names was like uh, like a waspy name, like Todd or Chad or something. So I figured Todd because that seems like a go-to, right? And then I watched you mouth to yourself, nod, but yeah. you're like not end because, doesn't sound right. Because then I thought to myself, whenever like it's just it's like a trope in like naming when there's like a two-piece in cartoons or anything like silly like that is to just make their names rhyme. Yep. So I said Todd, and I'm like, I guarantee the other kid's name rhymes with Todd. So that was like Nod, Bod, Lod, Rod. <laughs> that was it. I can't believe you just got that. I'm so proud of myself right now. All right, so Mike Jones for the win. All right, here we go. Which weekly television series on NBC was the first to air completely in color in 1959? Whoa. Say that again? I zoned Which out. weekly television series on NBC was the first to air completely in color in 1959. Oh, that's a hard one. It's weekly, huh? Mm-hmm. I totally know the answer. No, I don't. I lied to you guys. Wow, this one's real hard. Could we narrow it down to like, is it, was it a sitcom or? A... Wasn't a sitcom. Wasn't a sitcom, huh? Can I help him but not answer it? <laughs> sure. We don't really have any rules here. Yeah, why would I help him? Well, I lost anyway, right? I'm already out. Oh, if he gets this, you're done. Yeah, we're, t- we're tied right now, right? But yeah. if he gets this wrong, it's over. We just tie. I'll give you a chance to steal, but then if not, you're finishing on a tie. I could steal this answer? I'll give you a chance for it. I like that. If you, only if Jones is okay with that, because we're making up the rules as we go. It's the final extra bonus question. I can do whatever I want on it. That's true. That's wow. true. 1959 NBC, not a sitcom. Like 
Like the first thing I want to say is the Tonight Show, but it's not weekly. That's nightly. Yeah, it's not the weekly show. <laughs> it's definitely not that. It's not the news because the news is on every day. Yeah. Chris, oh. do you have any idea? I think I do. Spit it out. Well, first off, I want to say I, I, I don't know the exact show it is, but I have a feeling I know the genre. Okay. Is it a Western? It is. See, now I know it's a Western, but there's two Westerns, and I can't remember which one it was. Pick one right now. I'm going to go with Gunsmoke. You're wrong. Bonanza. Yes. Damn it. I was. Uh, <laughs> I didn't do it. You were so close to just stealing that segment. Uh, coming from nowhere to come back for a victory. Uh, you know, I'm okay with a tie. A tie is good. I'm okay. I, fist bumps. Fist you bump pulled a tie around. on Rod and Todd, and I did not think you were going to get it. Dude, I can't believe. And I can't believe I was so close to Bonanza. When you did. I thought you would get Rod and Todd quick. And when I saw you didn't, I'm like, fuck, he's not going to get this one. Yeah, that was hard. I haven't thought about those two kids. <laughs> but you were such a Simpsons guy. That's why I, I know. Uh, I know. I thought I just, you were going to be able to pull that. I know. I just stopped watching The Simpsons like over the last like five years. And That's I just crazy. You lose the like, you know, fades from your memory. Is The Simpsons still good? I don't know. I haven't watched I it don't know years. either. But uh, I, it, even if it's good, it's still like at some point you watch this like you watch the same characters who don't age. Even if the story, even if the, the scripts are fantastic, it still like gets old like anything else, you know? So I just, the only cartoon I really watch now is Bob's Burgers. That's a good one. Bob's Burgers is very funny. That's a good one. It's enjoyable. There's so a, yeah. There's a that bunch. Was, it. There's that a was a fun little trivia. It was good and, and yeah, I'm, I'm okay with the time. Almost had the steel too. Uh, so close. Gunsmoke though. It was Gunsmoke. close. Gunsmoke. Bonanza. That was a lot harder than I thought, man. That was a good one. That was fantastic. Well done. Thank you. Well done, dude. Thank you. I took a lot of a lot of time this week in putting that together. And it showed. It showed. I, I appreciate that. I'm proud of you. So yeah. Like so, shooting fish in a barrel. Like shooting fish <laughs> in a barrel. It's really hard. <laughs> so next week, it's that time already. Holiday season. It's the like holiday, holiday season. season. We're going to be doing a Christmas. Uh, sorry, a holiday special. Holiday special. We're going to talk about Christmas. Mostly Christmas and Hanukkah. Yeah. I don't know enough about Kwanzaa. We could do a Festivus airing of the grievance. You want to <laughs> air our a, grievances? You want to do the airing of the grievances next week? Nice. Yeah, I'm <laughs> in. It would grind to my gears. Is, um, that, is that I wear sweatpants and a hoodie to the show. So does Jones. And Pop wears business casual attire. <laughs> so I'm, I'm not going to waste it yet. I'm meeting. not going to waste it yet. <laughs> so yeah, we're going to talk about like... Oh my uh, God. Are you, are you wearing rainbow socks right now? <laughs> I'm wearing rainbow socks. There's a lot Sorry. going on with that outfit. There's a lot. Can we ask a question right now? Who's wearing the better socks? Is it me or Pomp? What are you wearing? I'm wearing cats. <laughs> you have cats. <laughs> oh like well, we can take pictures for, for, for the gram. Yep. Eric, you want to take a, you wanna take a picture? As soon the as this show's over, I'm going to put that up on the gram. Awesome. <laughs> so you guys can see the ridiculousness that's on their feet right now. <laughs> awesome. All right. So next week, uh, holiday special. Christmas movies, songs, food and traditions, whole lot of stuff. Give us your feedback. Give us your feedback now, this week, uh, after you listen to this, about what your favorite Christmas toys were and your favorite Christmas traditions and everything about your favorite Christmas everything, and we'll talk about it on the show next week. That sounds perfect. Cool beans. It's been real. Word. Bye. No, you got to say like to follow the whole thing. Do I? <laughs> yeah, come on. All right. Step your game up, Eric. You guys know the deal. Follow us on Twitter, DFD Podcast. Uh... Instagram, dinner, dinner for, for dessert. dessert. Facebook, dinner for dessert. Uh, don't follow us on Facebook. Facebook's don't follow worse. us on Facebook. We don't even use that. Yeah. Uh, Instagram. Not mostly. sure where you're listening to this podcast, but you have more options now. So if you're listening on iTunes and maybe you don't use your iTunes as much anymore, we're now on Spotify, Google Play Music, Stitcher, TuneIn, everywhere. We're on, I think, anywhere you can listen to podcasts. I yeah. think, at this point. So, so like, so like, if I'm listening to this on like my little Amazon Echo deal, and I say like, "Hey Alexa, listen to Dinner for Dessert," it'll go to that. Yes. Ooh. Oh wait, are we on Amazon? Maybe we have to be on Amazon. Well, too. I have mine linked to my Spotify, so she would play it through that. Okay, we got to try that out. We'll do that. After Amazon that. doesn't do podcasts yet. Oh, they don't. No. Okay. Well, when they do, we'll get. We'll on be on it. Word. All right. So it's been real. Can mm-hmm. I do my bye again? Yeah. Bye.